Assalamu alaikum. Peace be upon you. My name is Lisa. I'm one of your hosts for the Muslim Women in Finance podcast. Thank you for joining us on episode one, which is an introduction to who we are. I am the eldest daughter of a South Asian family. I'm a Northern Virginia native. I became more interested in Islam my last couple years during undergrad, and that changed my life. The sense of community and sisterhood really impacted me. I had never felt so at home. I watched my family climb up the ladder in terms of income and finding a safe place to raise a family. Oftentimes, as many children of immigrants, I had to be a part of the decision-making for the household. This included being responsible at a very young age and having chores and assisting whatever way I could. Some examples include I had to mow the yard in the heat, put the clothes out for drying on the clothesline, and assist my dad in car repairs in our driveway. My first job was around fourth grade when our next-door neighbor came over to ask if I could feed their outdoor cat for a week while they were away for vacation. I made $20 and I felt so wealthy and empowered. Even at such a young age, I knew the meaning of having a job and getting paid and what that meant. I remember my first store purchase at the local pharmacy store was an address book. I was still in elementary school and I went up to the cash register all by myself and made the purchase which included counting the dollars and cents and being handed a bag with my item and receipt. Again, another empowering moment for a very young brown girl. I saw how my mom moved up in her company. I saw how she would wear her business casual attire and sometimes even suits and what an impression it made on me every time she went to work and came home. I saw the struggles of my relatives who my parents sponsored from overseas. They came and lived with us and had to learn the ropes of living in America, learning the language, learning how to drive, going out to look for a job. My parents were involved in making sure our relatives had an easy transition to their new life here. I witnessed that the more income my family had, the more opportunities they had, such as travel, relocating to larger homes with more space, and so on and so forth. We went from a tiny one-bedroom apartment when I was born to a townhouse then to a single-family home, and the transition and moving up affected our well-being and how we viewed ourselves. I'm in the Southwest now, and I've had the opportunity to share my experiences and teaching personal finance with sisters from all spectrums. In my lifetime, I met a sister who lived in her car with her children. I also met a sister who did not have food to eat at home and decided to fast instead. I've also met women who were married to men successful in their careers and who did not have to be employed outside the home and were active in their communities giving back in any way they could. Being part of the working class has taught me the value of hard work, commitment, time management, and financial planning. My public school education and even my college education did not provide resources for financial literacy, and I have taken it upon myself to learn and share resources with my sisters in faith. My name is Amira, and I was born and raised in Southern Ohio. My father came to the U.S. in the 80s to pursue a higher education from the Middle East, and my mother was actually born and raised in the U.S. herself. Work ethic was always prioritized in our household, and we grew up understanding the importance of a dollar. 
But what was not taught to us in schools was the idea of financial literacy. So the introduction of student loans, increased cost of living, and increased consumerism on top of the added pressure of um, the booming social media and cultural norms was a complete 180 from what my parents knew to be true about modern economics. And for that reason, I feel that my generation's understanding of personal finance has been heavily influenced by the society that we live in. Everything we were doing based on what we knew to to do was in fact increasing our debt burden and very much in tune with keeping up with the Joneses. Um, I bring a perspective of somebody who has lived through these challenges and continues to work on what we call as going against the grain of what we know as community norms. We wanted to open that dialogue and increase awareness in our communities that might allow us to reverse some of our thoughts and beliefs surrounding money in today's society. I'm thankful you all are on this journey with us to discover what managing personal finance can mean to you and also the unique journey of Muslim women as told by Muslim women.